Although many of us strive to be the best dad we can be, many physicians struggle with finding balance between their life at home and their life at work. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast, the show where we discuss topics involving our minds, bodies, beliefs, relationships at home, and upping our game with our business practices and financial knowledge to better improve our role as dad in the lives of those around us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, physician, husband, father to two boys, and self-proclaimed imperfect dad. Join me as I learn to raise my own imperfections within all these topics. Now, let's get to today's discussion. Hello and welcome to the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, and in today's episode, I decided to talk about this week's most talked about event, which was Facebook being down for six hours. Now, before we get into it, you know, it just kind of happened to coincide with the beginning of October here, and you'll notice I'm not reading any type of sponsor ad, and there's a reason for that. Um... You know, when you get sponsors, it takes some time, right? You got to contact people, you got to make connections, you got to come up with a plan and, and a contract or whatever you want to, you know, call it. And it takes time. You know, is it a lot of time? Not always, depends on the situation, but it does take time to set up a sponsor. And I recognize that the time invested in that for this month was time I didn't have or time I chose to spend with my family. And so, Month of October, I'm calling off on October. I'm not going to have a sponsor this whole month in October. And, and not for any reason, I'm not protesting anything or anything like that. It's just that I wanted to focus my time elsewhere this month. Now, in the future, probably going to have some sponsors. I've had great sponsors in the past, and um, I want to continue that. But I decided this month is that month that I wanted to be off. And how well does that play into the... the Facebook situation this week. So you might, you're probably listening to this later in the week. Um, and it's already happened. So you know what I'm talking about. Facebook was down for, I don't know, six hours or something like that. And, you know, it was a big news thing, right? Everybody was talking about it. Um, at least that you could, cause nobody was able to get on their social media platforms to talk about it. So the news was talking about it and those kind of things. And it's such an interesting concept in various ways in our lives, not just as physicians and parents, but just kind of how we live as people. You know, if you think about our world, there's a lot of systems that if they went down, it would be detrimental, right, to society. And that includes public transportation in places like New York City subway system, um, or bus systems in other places. If the power and complete supply of energy went out in a hospital for six hours, that's detrimental, right? Because you can't take care of the patients like you need to. And Facebook has become this big thing where we are almost dependent on it in various aspects of our lives. Now, I'm not talking down to Facebook here. I'm I'm not saying anything about it, but it's an interesting concept to look at when you look at our lives and how you can apply that being a parent. So first thing I want to talk about is just how much it affected people, right? If you look at something like Facebook, it's not just Facebook that goes down, but it's all the apps and everything else connected to it. So you have, you know, WhatsApp and Instagram and and video games like Oculus. I almost went out and got myself an Oculus um, to try it out because I have don't have one yet. And maybe sometime I'll still do it. But this actually gives me a little bit of pause because how much would it stink? Like if you got some free time, you're like, I'm finally going to go, you know, beat my high score at Beat Saber. I don't know. I don't know what all the games are in Oculus Rift because I've never played one. Um but you go to do it and you can't because Facebook's down. I mean, they're not connected, but they're connected, right? And you look at how we have these various things all throughout our day that is connected to one single entity. 
I mean, I feel for the people that utilize Facebook and their various apps for financial gain, right? So there are people who have businesses that are strictly Facebook-based, right? There are people who are um, Instagram influencers, and they have to post X number of, you know, reels or photos or whatever a day to get the views they need to then make the money they get. So what about those people who had business situations there? Now, granted, Facebook was only down for several hours of the day. But what if it had become 48 hours? What if it was a whole week? What if somebody had decided to go in and pull the plug? How many lives would that affect? Not just the social part, okay? Don't feel like we have to do this. Although it seems like we need it. Everybody's complaining about it when it's not when it's down. But think about all the businesses that are attached to this, what was supposed to just be a social media platform designed for college students to check out the other college students in their class, right? Like I, you know, I hate to say this, I'm old enough to remember when Facebook was started, it was called the facebook.com. And the only way to get an account was you had to have an approved college email address. So number one, your college had to be approved to use it. And then number two, you had to use your college email to log in. So older people who were not in college could not get on younger people who were not in college could not get on. And you know, I kind of wish they would have kept it at that college age and up because you look at all the whistleblower stuff now and everything about how they know and they knew that it was affecting people in negative ways, especially younger people, which shouldn't be news to anybody, especially things like Instagram and, and even Facebook too. Um, but, you know, people aren't, des- we aren't designed to do that. We aren't designed to utilize something like social media at a young age and recognize what's okay and what's not okay. You know, our younger kids, their brains are developing at such different paces as adults are who are already in college. And when you look at all the things that are getting posted on Instagram and Facebook and other types of social media platforms, I think it's hard for kids because they look at it and they say, well, that's not what my life looks like. Man, I must have a really crappy life or those people are doing better or those kids' parents are letting them do it. Why won't my parents do it? And it's, it's, I think it's hard for those kids at their ages to understand it. So I really wish Facebook would have stuck with college age and up maybe they're wishing for that now because i mean look where we're at with this stuff and who knows who knows if anything's going to come out of this this whole whistleblower situation you know i think people like to talk about it and make a big deal about it but i think we see this a lot right where there's all of a sudden this big headline there's all this talk about it in the media and there's all this talk about it amongst people for a couple weeks you know ironically there's a lot of talk about it on facebook about facebook which is just silly to me And I don't think it's anything exciting that's going to probably happen with it, because that tends to be the situation. Go where the money is, right? Well, a lot of the money's in Facebook. And so you got to just, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Now, sorry, that was a little bit of a sidetrack there, but still, I think, important. Because if you have younger kids, social media is such a big thing to watch. And, you know, our kids, I don't know when I'm going to ever allow them to be on social media. Um, Because what's the point? What's the, why do they need it? They don't, really. If we tell our kids they need this to be social, it's just counterintuitive, right? I'm going to tell my kid they have to be in a device to be social. No, I want you to get your butt outside and go play with your friends outside. And so I, I don't know when our kids are going to be allowed to have any of that kind of stuff. It's probably going to be a long time. Luckily, they're only eight and five, and they still just want to be able to play Minecraft, which they can't yet. And I don't know when they'll do that either. But I want to take this concept, though, and now push it more towards that parent aspect. And I'm not talking about screen time and social media with your kids. I'm talking about this idea where we have one single entity that's controlling 
everything else, right? So you look at Facebook and you look at all the apps that are connected to it. You look at your businesses that are connected to it. You look at the people who rely on it to be social media influencers. You look at people that rely on it to have private Facebook groups, right? To connect with the people that they're connected to. And those are all, you know, aspects of certain businesses and and different groups like that. And so all of those things, so business, Instagram, other social media platforms, video games, apps on your phone that require a Facebook login to work. Although they aren't Facebook, they're 100% relying on how Facebook is working. And I challenge you to look at your life as a parent and ask yourself, is there one entity in my life that is directly controlling everything else. Think about that. Because for a lot of us, we feel like we're doing okay in one aspect and not another aspect, but there's like that one thing that we're just really struggling with. And when we struggle with it, it can bleed over into other areas of our lives. So let's say you're really struggling with something at work. We'll use charting. Let's just use charting, for example. I know charting is such a big topic, and there's a lot of great people out there actually helping other doctors with their charting. But let's say charting, right? You're stressed about it. You're anxious about it. You don't want to do it at work because it's frustrating. You need to go see more patients and more patients because they triple booked your schedule. And so you're like, you know what? I'm going to save this for home. And so you save it for home. And then you get home, though, and now it's bleeding into your home life, right? It's affecting maybe how you interact with your wife or your husband, if depending on your, your social situation, maybe it's affecting how you interact with your kids. And when you look at that, then it's, okay, is your charts, or are your charts a direct relation to your family? No, but are they affecting it? Yes. So that's, if you want to call it, maybe your charting is your Facebook, right? It's affecting other things in your lives. Um, maybe it's your mood with work and how you feel about work. And is that bleeding over to how you act at home? Maybe it's your relationship with your spouse or your significant other. And how is that affecting other things? Is your life at home affecting work? You're stressed at home. You're frustrated with something your spouse did or said or how they're acting or how they're doing things. And then are you getting to work stressed and angry and mad? And that's affecting how you respond to the nurses or the front staff or even your patients. There's different ways. One thing in our life can directly influence everything else around us. And that's what I want you to try to do. If you take anything away today from listening, uh, find what your Facebook is and figure out how to maybe not be so dependent on that one thing to influence everything else. Now, I know I'm picking on Facebook here and not like they care what I have to say, but, um, but it's really important, right? So, Go through your day, you know, pick a day. It doesn't have to be today, um, but sometime this week. End of the day, when you have that time, sit down and make your list. Make a list of the things that went well, maybe five things. Five things that was good about your day. Then I want you to find the one thing that was not good about your day. What? Pick something. And look at that one thing and then ask yourself, did this one thing influence anything else throughout my day? See, I like to start with the positive things because I want you in a positive mindset when it starts because if you start with your negative, then it's really hard to get out of that negative mindset. So do your five positive things first and then pick your one negative thing 
and look at it and say, okay, what happened in this situation? Why was it negative? Was there something else that influenced this? Was there a different situation or circumstance that made me think about this in a negative way, which created it to be negative because it made me feel negative, and then it affected all these other things throughout my day? And if you can isolate those things, then you can start to work to make adjustments to it. Now, it might be that your negative thing was, I got home and my kids were a mess and screaming at me the whole time, and my five-year-old decided to punch me, and and those kind of things. Well, okay, maybe you can't discern at that time what the Facebook was, what the instigating factor was, what that one thing was that led to all of that. But you start looking for patterns, right? Every day that you do this, you're trying to find that pattern. You're trying to find that one thing that maybe is influencing thing more things more than you realize. Because let's be honest, I had no clue. Like I knew Facebook owned like Instagram and WhatsApp and those things, but I had no clue that you needed it to log into certain games and other situations that um, aren't even connected to Facebook when you're playing them. And I also didn't even think about the fact that if something like Facebook was out and gone, it would affect so many businesses across the country and across the world, really, if you think about it. And so that's one of those things I just didn't think about. And I think as a parent, we don't always try to find that one thing that we can maybe work on that's going to significantly improve everything else around us. So five positives your one negative, and then follow the crumbs, follow the crackers, whatever, you know, however you read the Hansel and Gretel books, right? Follow the trail. And you're not going to find it on the first day. You're probably not going to find it on the second day. But as you build this up, your goal is to find where that pattern lies, see what's affecting it, and then try to make a change to it. Now, I'm not tech savvy. I don't know what brought Facebook down for six hours. There's all this talk online about it. I can't follow any of it because that's just not me. That's not how my brain works. Maybe you understand it better than I do. Um, it maybe won't happen again, but this happened before, I think this is what, 2019. And I, I, I still remember how big of a deal people made about it. And I'm sure people will be talking about this for years to come because it's that question of the what ifs, right? Like, what if this happens? How does it negatively affect everything? And I think for you as a parent, find that one thing and ask yourself, what if I could change this? Or what if I could improve this? Or what if I could make it better and not have it be lead to a catastrophic failure of so many other things in my life as being a doctor, as being a spouse, as being a parent? I hope that makes sense. And yeah, I, I want to know what you guys think about that thought and about that idea. So Send me a comment, send me an email. I'm at imperfectdadmd at gmail.com. You can go to the website, www.imperfectdadmd.com and send me a message through there. Um, you can always jump on the Facebook group. There's, uh, If you look in the show notes, there's a link to it in there. Um, again, as dads, we're not always super talkative in there, but feel free to jump in, join in, and, and share your thoughts on things. And uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe, leave a review, share this with a friend. All right, guys, I'm just here trying to help you out. So find your Facebook see how much it's affecting everything else, and make a change. All right? See you next time. My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, is a pediatrician, father, and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only.